Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're reviewing blog posts about Germany again, but number two, because we did this, we did this, you know, a couple, couple episodes ago. So yeah, this exactly. is the, this is not the new. sequel. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be checking out some blogs about the pros and cons of, of Germany and see are, are, do we agree? Like, in our opinion, are they right? Are they wrong? Exactly. Let's just find and, and, out. We're not doing whole blogs. There's a little blurbs we saw in different blogs scoured throughout the internet. And uh, let's see what our opinions are on it. Let's go. Oh, I didn't see you there. Welcome back oh, for welcome. episode 121. Yeah. Good to have you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is always so awkward sometimes. <laughs> But anyways, I, at least I'm happy that you, our guys, are back. You're joining once again. Maybe it's your first time. If so, willkommen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so episode 121, let's, um, before we, come on, before, let's, slow, let's slow down. Before we get into the, to the actual nitty-gritty of the topic, we've got some uh, news and, uh, we do. and, and shout-outs and thingamabobs, don't we? we? Like, like, like always, Jeff. Like know, always. We're, it's a clockwork here yeah. in the AGDW well, podcast. In case they're new, just they don't know. No, absolutely. Uh, we're going to start off with some bad news, Oh no, Jeff. Oh, God, what happened? Yeah. For all train travelers, uh, the Deutsche Bahn, the German rail service, of course, has announced a heavy increase in its general prices for train tickets. That's what we need. All the IC or intercity trains and ICE train fares will be raised by 7% That's starting in early December. That is significant. So in a, yeah, in a month and a half or so, uh, they're already taking train fares that are already super expensive and yeah. making them more expensive. I guess That's it's exactly to, what I wanted. Trying to make back that money from the nine euro ticket. I don't know. But uh, that sucks because well, that's going to be a lot. These trains are not covered by the nine-year ticket. So oh, even, true. even when they introduce the new one, we're still going to have to pay these prices if you want to get on an IC or an ICE train. Well, I guess it's Flix train for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, again, ICE trains were already crazy expensive. So Yeah, it, they weren't. I mean, you could, always, you could find good deals here and there. But, uh, but in general. Generally, you're spending, you know, 150, 200 euro to go wherever. two hours, an hour. Yeah. Um, so that's that rough. That's rough. Definitely not happy about that. Yeah, so, no. Um, let's move on. That's bad news. Bad news. Yeah. Um, also, in bad news. Oh, no. It's 7 o'clock, like it always is, recording. Right. And it's dark outside. Ah, I just, yeah, I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah, look at it. That uh, sneaks up on you. It, real quick. Real Cause, quick. Because, uh, you know, only it was only a few weeks ago that we're having to close the drapes on beautiful sunshine, which right. just, it always feels little gross you know but to, to record it's you know dampen yeah, the sound yeah we need the curtains to uh yeah absorb some of the sound you know because you're not in a studio yeah exactly so we, we do our the best with what we have which yes. is curtains but now uh <laughs> there's no difference open or close it is dark yeah now and winter is upon us even though it's only not even october yet it's now I, now I know talking about the weather is always boring but like guys i i can't stress enough like this is the coldest fall i've had in yeah in berlin slash germany ever i mean the other day, me and my girlfriend were just sitting freezing in our living room, and we're like, it, it is so early that we can't even, our heaters literally will not turn on, that they're not activated till like October. So oh, yeah, I, even if I, like, even if we want to turn them on, it's so early in fall that the the radiators don't even work yet. So I'm, that's I'm how already, early it is. Like, I'm already double blanketing, which I usually don't do until like yeah, January. Yeah, look, look at my bed. We've got like two and then oh, a, true, a third do. emergency one just in case. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And it's September, so what's going to happen in two months? Yeah, there was no autumn. It was like really nice summer, like 30 degrees. And then like, I don't know, autumn came and it's like kicked down the door and was like, fuck you, I'm here for like a week. <laughs> and then winter came and was like, get out of here, it's my turn. And we'll be doing this until like, I don't know, April. Yeah, it's rough. Um, but anyways, you're all like, yeah, weather exists. Shut the shut up, guys. Get to okay, some good we content. We get it. On. We get it. We get it. And again, of course, a special thank you to all of you who sent us donations. They help us to keep going because this is a nonprofit podcast, um, and we really need those donations to help with all of the um, server costs, the hosting costs, the the equipment, the whiskey, everything. It all adds up, unfortunately. So thank you to everybody who's donated. You've been amazing yeah we all see the money for jeff's uh podcast pants <laughs> my podcast pants. so it's really really important <laughs> yeah because uh, without them i am i am pants nobody <laughs> i am naked just sitting just i sitting am here. a zero i'm a zero uh, but thank you so much and if you wish to contribute and donate to us you can go to our website and the bottom of every page has a little paypal donation button again not required just for those of you who just feel the need yeah it's optional the of course. Need for speed the need <laughs> 
It's a uh, free podcast after all. We do this for free. Exactly. It's not about the money. It's not. It's about the but, connection. But the money's nice. <laughs> the money's also helpful because it doesn't come because, out of our pocket. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it gets expensive, you know. Anyways, let's move on. How are things going? You, you, you've been busy recently, wedding planning and whatnot, eh? Yeah, it, you know what's the weird, the annoying thing about weddings is like... Everything. <laughs> you find yourself like constantly having conversations about it. And then the other day I stopped and I looked at my girlfriend. I was like, isn't it crazy you can talk so much about one day in your life, like not even a day, like eight hours, yeah, yeah, maybe. Not, not even, yeah. For some people, it's like a few hours of life. Like, how can there be so much involved? So, uh, no. But anyways, no. I'm su- super excited. It's it's going to be a really a lovely wedding. Um, but yeah, this weekend was a special weekend because um, a few friends of ours surprised my girlfriend with a uh, they had, they booked her a slot at this special wedding dress outlet. Yeah, one of these places, whatever you call it, not an outlet, like Um, one of these fancy places where you can like walk down a runway to show the dress and everything. Right. Yeah. And and apparently with all with all wedding dress places, um, you have to make an appointment. You can't just walk up. And with this place, the appointment itself even costs money. So trying to dissuade uh, women who aren't getting married from just going and trying on wedding dresses, I guess. Like Um, uh, Phoebe and Courtney Cox from Friends. (laughs) Like I use character name and then actor name. I can remember her name yeah. in the show. Ross's sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Monica. Monica. Uh, but yeah, so so anyways, they surprised her with that. They, they let her know a few days in advance, and then and they had already contacted her her mom and some friends. Yeah, that's and really so it was sweet. a big surprise. So um, yeah, my girlfriend uh, on Saturday, her mom came down, and uh, you know a few of her friends they all went, and she found the wedding dress of her dreams. She's super excited. I'm super excited for her. She had a great time. And uh, while they were doing that, I was over at your place and oh, yeah. we were doing um, basically what 12 year old boys do. We were playing video games. Like eight hours. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we beat, uh, for, those, for those of you who are older than like, I don't know, 28, <laughs> 25, we finally beat, we tried this a while ago. 007 Goldeneye for Nintendo 64. Yeah, which was Sounds my fun. favorite game on N64. And I can't remember when it was. Like a year ago, we decided like, hey, let's play through it mission by mission, you know? But, you know, like, obviously we're not, it's not like we were, it took us a year to, to beat it. No. It's just like we were playing it like what? Once every three or four months, we would get together, play a few levels, whatever. Right. So finally we got through to the end. But yeah, that, that, was a, that was a fun Saturday. Just, that was fun. Just chilling, playing some video games. Yes. Yeah, that was good times. That was nice. um, yeah, and then Sunday... Uh, it was randomly warm for like three hours, True. and uh, so we went to Mauer Park and I went to the um, Bear Pit Karaoke. It'd been the, it was the first time I'd been there in a year, probably. Yeah, I've been ages. I had a great time, man. There's some good performances. It was packed. There was, I mean, just hundreds of people there. It was great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, good times. But how about you? And I know you did Saturday, of course, because I was there. But yeah, yeah, well, you know, Sunday watch some football like always. Uh, our quarterback got injured, so that sucks. And who's our? Patriots quarterback. Oh, okay, okay. He's out for like six to eight weeks, something like that. So who's their quarterback? Mac Jones. Ah, uh, Mackie. Yeah, high ankle sprain, fracture. Whatever. It happens. It does. So that sucks. But then uh, yesterday, actually, I went uh, drumming with a buddy. Uh, there's this place called Noisies here in Berlin, um, near Vashavstrasse, and you can rent out a room that's like a drum set and like all these amps, stuff like that. In case you don't have like a, I've got like a who in Berlin has a um, an extra room in their apartment. Where right. I can play like a dude, like a band, a band uh, practice like loudly. And, yeah, exactly. So we got his guitar. I uh, haven't played, I haven't played drums in like six years. Ooh. So uh, we just jammed for a little bit, and that was really cool. fun. It was nice to play. You know, get that energy, get, get a little music out of my out of my veins for a bit. You nice. know, it's 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 been it's been too long. Feeling rusty? Very rusty. <laughs> I mean, I was never really not rusty to begin with, but it was extra rusty. Okay. <laughs> it was like below an old ship. Nice. Yes. So you st- you started with a certain level of oxidation and it just got yeah, just, worse. Exponentially worse. <laughs> nice. But I know it was really fun. I, I really missed uh, playing any kind of music. I used to, you know, music my whole life. And since being in Berlin, I really haven't done much. Again, I tried here and there. It's but, hard, you know, like yeah. when you live in an apartment building, you know, back when you're like your parents' house, whatever, you know, easy, but go in the garage. Yeah, just or, finding people to play with and... I don't know. It's just been a while. So it was nice to get that out of my system a bit. So hopefully we'll do a little more often, get better, and uh, start playing. Nice. Yeah. But anyways, we're also going to play with something else today, and that is this whiskey. Ooh. Oh, hey. I love playing with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Here's a little backstory to this whiskey. Uh, we forgot to get a whiskey. No. No, hey. I, I ordered a beautiful whiskey that was probably very interesting. And why don't we have it? 
because I forgot to pick it up. Right. We forgot they, to get the whiskey. Because, okay, here's the deal. They, they charge an extra five euro for it to be delivered, but it's like a 15-minute bike ride from my house. You know, it's, it's this um, distillery in Berlin. So I was like, ah, pick it up for free, uh, which I did a few weeks ago when we also had one from there. But yes, I got busy and totally... Like, literally, Alex came over for the podcast and we're, we were about to take the picture of the whiskey bottle like we do. The second he went to grab it, I was, like, nothing, there is, I was like, there's no whiskey. Oh, crap. Nothing to take. So uh, that means that you went to your local grocery store who has a selection of three different whiskeys. Uh, they have Jack <laughs> Only Daniels. the finest. They would have Jack Daniels, Johnny Walker, and this bad boy for a nice 16 euro, which is Ballantine's finest blended Scott whiskey. Blended and bottled in Scotland. George and Ballantine and Son, Dunbarton, G82 to SS Scotland. Nice. It did say something about like established 18 something, right? So it's, 1827. It's been I, around. I've definitely seen this around many times. I don't know if it's any good to be honest. And well, considering the price at a grocery store. Yeah. And, and as I told him when I, after I got it, like it had such a thick layer of dust on it. It's like, because nobody buys these whiskey bottles at this grocery store. Like they're, they're there purely for emergencies. Anyone who wants whiskey goes to a real whiskey shop or buys it online. So Yeah, and this is our first big bottle we've had in a while, but unfortunately, uh, I have to... Everyone's not getting a uh, a pop today. So. Oh, well, it's six, 16 bucks. Do you think there's actually going to be a cork? I give it a little like... So there is a bottle. You can hear it. That sounded nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, Ballantine's... Okay, let's, let's hear that metally click. It was slightly better than the small metally click. It is. It had more clicks to it. Ew. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Strong. Whiskey flavor. It's like strong, like like battery acid strong or? Well, that's, a, that's what we'll find out in a second. Okay. Cheers. Let's do it. Ooh, that is a small smell. Okay. That's all right. It's okay, actually. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen his face. Something something weird is happening. Just came out through my nose. Like that, that, that's that taste. <laughs> oh man, you like don't smelling. Want, you do not want any part of a whiskey up your nose. No, that wasn't okay. Anyways, uh, before we get to the episode, everyone, please, if you feel so inclined, we'd always appreciate a five story if you want Apple Podcasts. They're, they're they're always so fun to read. I mean, we love them. We read them all. We love them. Keeps us motivated. But uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. It's your life. You can do what you want with it. No, you could um, instead go whittle a wooden ship. You could whittle a wooden ship, or you could go forget to buy a drink and get a shittier alternative. Which uh, happens, obviously. Which does happen. To the best of us. So, you know, yeah. uh, also, check out our website. It's uh, agdwpodcast.com. Many do say it's the greatest website of all time, but again, that's hearsay. Yeah, I, I hear I, I hear it mostly um, from Alex during while we're recording, but I have heard it. I've heard, I've heard the murmurs. You've heard the murmurs? Th- throughout, the, throughout the city, yeah. On, on the vine of grapes. On the vine of grapes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also check out our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. I almost forgot right there. Uh, there, You know, there's Instagram stuff on there. So if you're in Instagram there's stuff. There's pictures, man. There's, there's always fun pictures. And are the bottle pictures, like so, some of them are very, but like some of them actually turn out really, I, I find really I nice. Think, I think the one yeah. today is pretty cool. Yeah, the one today. Yeah, check out next. We, we worked on no, that one. Uh, next week. It'll this be, one. It's the one be, coming out right now. Yeah. As this you're episode. listening, it'll be out. Yes. Yes. Unless Alex forgets to upload it true which, which i do from time to time do do occasionally he do do I, I i do do we don't dance or anything on the instagram though there's no dancing which i know it's a thing on instagram no i will no no i don't get that i don't get the whole like people just like dancing with like text text just like just say what you want to say like that's because we're old man we don't, we, don't, we don't get the youth no we don't do the tiktoks and the dancing but anyways what we do do is review blogs about Germany because we do do that and you know what we do, we do for you guys because this is a lot of information if you're going to be moving to Germany you're going in the Google machine you're gonna be like uh Germany you know uh, pros and cons etc you're gonna be reading all this information we, we want to let you guys know is it right or is it wrong based on our experience and our opinions you know right. it's like because maybe some of maybe one of the, this guy was the, here for a week you know and he's and he's basing his pros and cons on that you know exactly I don't, I don't, some, I don't know. you know some people have bad experiences in places some have good experiences true and uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So the first one, number one is don't, do not, don't, don't, don't do it. Address strangers with their first names. 
if they're a stranger, you how would you know? You their won't know their at name. All. So that's hard. Maybe name, name tag. I don't know if it's a conference. It's a conference. Hello, I, I get sick. <laughs> Guten Tag, my name is. <laughs> what if it's just my name is Ben? And they're like, oh, I can't. I can't what do I do? His first what name. Oh, yeah. What I, <laughs> conundrum. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. There's more. Oh yeah, uh, Germans differentiate between a formal and informal you. It does depend on the situation whether or not your counterpart expects you to address them by their la- uh, last name or the formal pronoun Z, or if the first name and do is sufficient. In a business context, or when you're speaking to complete strangers, stick to Z. If you're invited to a dinner party with people of the same age, you'll most likely settle for the informal version. If you're unsure, it's polite to perfectly reasonable to ask how the other person wants to be addressed. He had a lot to say about informal and formal versions of you. <laughs> but nothing about the uh, the first name. So yeah, that's wasn't, yeah, wasn't that the whole topic was don't address with... I, I, I think it's... Actually, what? Yeah. I mean, okay, so yes. Oh, oh yeah, but no, but true. So okay, okay. Let's let's address each one individually. Let's do the first name thing real quick. Okay, so, I, I don't say, address strangers by the first names. Now, okay, again, if it's a stranger, then how would you know? But okay, let's say, let's give an example. I think by stranger you mean somebody you're not like best friends with, right? So I think that's sure. what he's referring to. Okay, let's let's call him that. But all right, when I mean new colleagues, I don't go by Mister or Mrs. I just say that person's name because we're equal footing, right? Yeah, I think we but we. Neither of us work in like a nine to five corporate structure. Like, 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 you know, in the film industry, yeah, same. If you meet somebody, you just, yeah, it would be weird to call them by their last name. Now, yeah, I'd never had to wear a suit in, in a tall building at, you know, the Deutsche Bahn headquarters or anything. <laughs> I, I, but I have heard just from stories that in those types of uh, situations, they do address themselves by their last names. But that's kind of hearsay. I can't, couldn't really speak to that I mean, if that's I, true or not. I, like, I have heard that. And I think just generally, if someone says, hello, I'm Mr. Scotch, then I'll say, Mr. Scotch, you know, I'm not going to say, all right, well, all right Bill. It, no, but if he doesn't give you his first name, then you can't say it. So if he just says, I'm Mr. Scotch, and you're like, Mr. I Scotch. I guess if I didn't know, then I don't know. I, 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 I actually don't know. Things like in normal life, like when you're introduced to people at a party or at work or whatever, it's always just, hi, this is Caleb. Hi, this is right. Bill. It's like, it's never, oh, hi, this is Frau blank blank. You know what I mean? Like for me, at least in my life, that's very rare or slash never happens. So like, so I only talk to people by their first name because that's how I'm introduced to them. You know? Yeah, so, that's what I'm thinking too. So uh, that I don't know, but the do and the Z thing, uh, I think that that's pretty dead on. Uh, anyone I meet new really that I don't know that well, especially if they're older than me, I'll do a Z until they tell me I can do it and say do. Mm. I think it's just general politeness here in Germany and it just doesn't hurt to do it, you know? Yeah, but it's not, um, it's not the, there's no corporal punishment or anything if you, if you use the do, like, especially if you're a foreigner as well. Yeah, for me, it depends. Like, yeah, it's like my doctor, um, yeah, I say Z. Yeah, yeah, somebody who's old, but it's not, but again, if they're older than me, but it's like, but I don't address my girlfriend's parents with Z. I still use do. You know, I, like, I, I address them as Z, my girlfriend's parents, until they told me. Okay. Or, yeah, so they told me. We, we have a more uh, loving, relaxed relationship. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Uh, but when I met your girlfriend's parents, way before you did. Just kidding. I said I, I gave them the Z as well until they told me just call me by my name or just by or just say do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it's mostly yeah somebody who's again five years older, but like m- significantly older slash maybe somebody at a bank or yeah like at a an official doctor, positions. Then you then you use Z. But I, I'd say like someone who can physically dominate you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'd say eighty percent of the time though I'm using do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just make the judgment call again. If you use the wrong one in the wrong situation, again, I, I really doubt the person's going to be like, how dare you? You know? Yeah, no, like, like uh, doing a lot in, I'll say like, oh, good God, yeah. Just, do. do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at a restaurant, I'll say do. But it also could be um, a generational thing. Maybe our generation just says do more than, than the old generation, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're more, we're more chillax nowadays. Yeah. The, the, I'd say there's a place and a time for Z, of course, a place and a time, but. Um, yeah, it's um, you'll be fine if you just stick to one or the other. Like nobody, nobody really cares to a certain level. Maybe yeah, there's some ninety-year-old guy that if you used do with him, he would uh, give you a spanking. But <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. But like, but, uh, I, not a huge deal. But I, I think say. generally, yeah, if you meet someone um, who you think you might have to say Z, just say Z. 
But I would say a stranger, but my age, I just started to do. Like, it was like, true. Like, if I just meet somebody at a party, like, hey, it's Bill. And like, I start with do, like, uh, I don't know. Scooby Dooby Doo. I was hostile, gemacht, or I don't know, just whatever the fuck you talk. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't start with the Z because it's like somebody my age. Yeah. Yeah, it feels weird. Yeah. Anyways. But then you feel like you're giving this extra importance to this person who's right equal, on your you're, equal you're, footing. You're just like, a guy. Yeah. I'm I don't care a, about you. I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy. <laughs> Not to kill anybody? Okay. Sorry. Uh, moving on. Uh, next this. one. Cycling is not straightforward, Alex. It's zigzaggy, man. Says this blog. They continue. Many strict rules need to be followed when cycling in in a German city. Not following these rules will anger other road users and result in heavy fines. Man, I don't like this whiskey at all. No? No. Really? I don't find it that bad. I just took a sip and it's just not... It made made me... You know, you like the Warheads candies, that face in the front? We're like, that's sour? Yeah. It's not sour, though. No, just give me that face, though. Anyways. uh, His his face is saying everything. (laughs) I I, I don't like it. Yeah, so, okay. Yes, there are are rules, but they're pretty straightforward rules. Because, like, when the the, the light's red, you you stop. He's he's implying that it's very complex and that you need to get uh, instructions from somebody about how to cycle. Now, when I moved to Germany, I've never once taken a cycling course or you know like yeah it's pretty straightforward i think some people should because i always go you know when it's a red light no but that's basic things that children learn that that they just just failed childhood i don't know like (laughs) childhood. yeah cycling in germany there's no special rules than in the u.s like you stop when it's red you go when it's green you you use you you should use your hands to signal when you're turning you know you yield where you need to yield but there's no there's no special i think the only special i can think of is you're not allowed to ride on the sidewalk unless you are a child or with a child and it was a bike lane. That's not spe- bike lane. You shouldn't ride on the sidewalk in any country. I mean, you know. But there's actually like a fine for it here, I guess. I don't yeah. know if that's fine anywhere else, but that's the only thing I really think of that might be different. But it's pretty it's pretty common sense, straightforward cycling here. It's not it's not hard. Yeah, and if you're new, like you know, Berlin has a really nice extensive cycling system and some of a lot of the lights have their own um traffic signal lights just right. for cyclists exactly so i mean i could see some people maybe accidentally they don't see them i don't know why you would why you wouldn't and they're just going by the um the uh the, the car lights instead so if yeah maybe that's the only thing special like just make sure to follow the the special lights for, and, that are and, there and for you the bike lanes have you know arrows on them of you know you're in the right lane to turn right or the left lane to turn left it's, it's pretty simple yeah I, I think you're on the right side can really throw somebody on a bike and just say go and i feel like in five minutes they figure it out, you know? So I think this guy's, I would have to say this guy's wrong. I would say that this person is definitely not correct. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to hear why he thinks it's not straightforward. I mean, sure, there's heavy fines, but if you're doing stupid stuff, yeah, like going the wrong direction or like burning through a red light or something, but nothing, there's no like weird, you know, cycling law from 1805 that's like, right. if, you cycle, I mean, if you cycle in a red dress, then you get 20 euro fine or whatever. I mean, no. they are right when they said like not following these rules will anger other road users. I mean, yeah. But in any country, not following rules will anger anybody. I mean, right. So I, I have to disagree with this guy. You don't, even, you don't even need to wear a helmet here. Like it's, it's pretty straightforward. You just yeah. get on that bike and you go, you, you go. pedal. Yeah. Just don't go in the opposite side of the street. I don't know. Yeah. So, so so anybody who feels like cycling in Germany when they move here, just go for it and just, you know, use your common sense and be safe and you'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're giving people too much credit for their common sense, but I'm pretty sure that it's pretty. It's not like, I mean, of simple. course, like driving in a car here. That's it, complicated. Because the, there's, of course, signage you've never seen before. There's laws you've never seen. It's so like that I get. Okay, for sure. Not straightforward. Driving, absolutely. But cycling here, I think it's just very similar to cycling almost anywhere else. I hate that. You know. Yeah, anyone get a bike and, and figure it out. Yeah, like you said, within within freaking three minutes. Yeah, exactly. So I would have to say eh, eh, him. <laughs> or him or her, sorry. Uh, next one. Getting a visa is pretty simple. Oh, is it? Uh, it says before you get into, you know, getting your apartment and buying couches and stuff like that, you have to gain legal entry to Germany. Thankfully, emigrating to this wonderful land is easy enough, even for those who live outside of the EU. Now, now for, um, first of all, does, is there anybody who thought that you could just fly somewhere and buy an apartment and didn't have to get a visa or work permit? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Okay. I think so. Okay. Well, so just um, everyone knows. You require a work permit and or a residency permit to live in a abroad. Just, just yeah, that's uh, just clear that up. Yeah. You need that. You, uh, you, you can't just you can't just do it. Yeah. Got to pay taxes. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, but yeah, how, how you feel about that? I mean, 
contrary to popular belief and even things we've said in this podcast, I do think getting a visa is fairly simple and straightforward. I think getting an appointment mm-hmm. to get one and going to the actual building is a pain. But in terms of the paperwork you need, it's laid out fairly well on the website. Mm. But it's hard to know sometimes what you do with the paperwork once you have it. And sometimes they change because I've had there's they send me the list of the documents you need, and then I show up and I go to give them one of the documents, and they go, "No, we don't need that," or or, or, I, or I get exactly what the list says, and then I show up and they say, "Oh no, you need this." It's like, "Oh, but it wasn't on the website." But yeah, but you needed it. So like in I would say. In general, things are simple, but sometimes the process, and I think the 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 the, the worst part, I think, unfortunately, is the human factor. Yeah, it is because I think it's because you have the people at the immigration office not following their own rules. Right. So, like, there is a simple process laid out, but sometimes they don't follow it, which makes it complicated for you. And also, I don't know in other um, in other uh, states and cities in Germany, but at least in Berlin, the the uh, immigration office is a labyrinth and it's very difficult to figure out where you need to go oh yeah you can get you, you, i would say show up like 20 minutes early it, it, minimum right yeah yeah absolutely because you're there's several floors and there's like there's like a million waiting rooms they all look exactly the same there's different buildings and you yeah. want to make sure you're sitting in the right waiting room where your number will pop sure, up sure yeah and also like the um the email addresses are are complicated so like what once you're here for seven e- years email address yeah so once you're here for seven years you know you, you can apply for permanent residency as an american Oh, sorry, five years. Yeah. I did up to seven. Um, so I applied. Well, I wanted to apply, and I tried to get an appointment, but that was really difficult because it was it's hard to get an appointment. But it was generally. also during the pandemic, right? So it's a different situation, I think. Was it? I think because then they let you send this stuff in when normally you can't send the documents in. You have to bring them in. Right. So what I did, like I mailed it there first. Physically. Physically. Yeah. Didn't know if that worked. <laughs> but then I wanted to email to them, and they have like a form you can attach things. So I filled out the form. Again, I don't know if they got it or not. And then I found an actual email address that was for my country specifically. Because mm-hmm. they're all like E57, which could be like Saudi Arabia, like E4, which could be America, and like E17, which could be Mexico or something like that, you know? Right. So I found that right one, and I sent it there as well. And I don't know through what ways they received it, but I finally got an email saying, hey, we got your stuff. Come in for an appointment. Okay. So like finding where to send things or how... like. But the actual I think, process of how to I do think it is part hard. Part of that though was pandemic related, though, because there was Could've severe been. delays because of the pandemic, and people couldn't physically go in at the time. So I think I think part of what you experienced was just related to that. I think, but even then, because I, I still couldn't get an appointment. Like I couldn't I couldn't find where to, where the appointments are for permanent residency as okay as it you wasn't mean, on the website online okay okay online yeah, yeah, so yeah. i wanted to get an appointment which you could still could get during the pandemic which is more difficult mm. i couldn't even find like the section because it's so convoluted so like all right the i would say with this one it's pretty simple i would say the documents you need are pretty simple but actually figuring out what to do with those documents can be a pain sure I, yeah i think there's like you said there, there's aspects of it that are very simple and from what i've heard Germany is one of the most simple uh, processes out of all the EU countries because Germany is one of the few EU countries that allows you to apply for a visa after being in Germany. Right. Uh, a lot of the other EU countries, you have to apply back in your home country through the embassy and stuff. But Germany, you can come uh, on your um, tourist visa, be hanging out for a month and be like, oh, you know what? I don't, I don't move here. So then you start applying and you can apply in country. So that's nice. Um and, and it also depends what visa you're getting. Like, yeah, absolutely. The language learning visa, which is the very first one I got, was super easy. I mean, it's like you need your passport. You need a receipt showing that you booked the language courses. God, what else? Like, and, and also and just, just proving my bank account had a certain amount of money. Like it was, it was like three or four documents. It wasn't really that much in terms of documents. But um, but there again, there was a human factor. She didn't want to give me the, the um, visa. And then her colleague across the room just yelled like, ah, just give it to him. And that was the only reason I got it. Oh. So again, like, there, okay, there is simple rules, but I think that sometimes the, um, the people go rogue. <laughs> and again, like you said, maybe it's easier than other countries. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not terrible. It is. I mean, yeah, it, it can be a pain going to the office and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not the worst thing to do. And again, all this stuff is available, um, online like you can go on their website and they'll say the documents like you know sometimes and i apologize to anybody who's messaged us with this same question sometimes we get people emailing us saying like hey what 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 documents do what what documents do i need 
uh, to get a visa. Right. But we can't answer that because depending on what visa you're getting, the amount of yeah, documents there, there are is dozens of visas, dozens of visas, a and B it's been a while since we've gone to the visa office. So like every year the documents can be changing, you know, and we don't, right. we don't keep up on that. So it's best not to ask us those questions because you will get better information directly from the immigration office websites. Yeah. Like it's that. All, yeah. It's, there's also a bunch of like uh, Facebook groups, stuff like yeah. that to help people out. And also depends what country you're coming from, what kind of visa you're applying for. There's so many factors. Exactly. And it's all on the website, even though the website looks like it was made in 1994, but it's there and you can find it. Yeah. And, but yeah, I would say this in my 10 years of living in Germany, I've had to apply for a visa. I say about five times, you know, cause I have a visa that lasts like one year, the one that lasts three years right. and another three years and two years, whatever. And each time I go, I'm st stressed out and nervous, but each time I go, it works out. I go, yeah. I bring the, do yeah. I, I, br I bring the required documents five minutes later, they hand me my, yep, here you go. Here's your visa. You know? So, so I would say, Five five out of five worked out fine, even though I was stressed and had anxious. Nailed so, it. so I guess it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I same thing. Yeah, and, and we even mentioned like at least in Berlin, um, they've announced that they're going to now start having every every employee there also allowed to speak to in English, which will make the situation even more easy. So for sure, soon you guys will have nothing to complain about because me and Alex, we went through uh, we went through the old school Ausländerbehörde, which yeah. is the immigration office, which was uh, woo. And back then to get there, we had to walk uphill both ways. 20 miles through <laughs> snow. Yeah, exactly. It's like your grandpa always said. Yeah. You kids have it easy these days, but yeah. Um, but so yeah. it's good. It's going to make it so, easier. No, so let's, let's boil it down. So what, what are we saying here? Uh, it, so it's simple getting to get a visa is pretty simple. I'm going to say with everything together, I'm going to say yes, because it could be way worse. Agreed. It's never going to be good, but it always could be worse. So I'm going to I'm going to say... I pretty much agree. Yeah, same. A bit. I agree. Kind of. So next, what we got here? Um, ooh, this is another one of these um, move to Germany, don't move to Germany deals, okay? Okay. So this is it. Don't move, don't. Alex, don't do it. Do not do it. Do, do. Don't move to Germany <laughs> if you are unwilling to adapt. <gasps> mm, okay. When in Rome. But Rome is not in Germany, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, okay. I'm speaking to the phrase in general. Oh, okay. It's written here. I didn't write this. This is somebody else's blog. Yes, right? yes. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Oh. If you do not like giving up certain aspects of your previous culture, you're going to have a difficult time in Germany. Surprise. No, okay. You can read some tips about integrating into German culture here. And probably had a link. Uh, <laughs> the, the more you adapt, the more homely you feel. If you are not willing to change yourself... You will feel it in the attitude of the people around you. Okay. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Don't move anywhere if not willing to adapt, even if you're in the same country. Which, okay, you and me talking about this, right? It, se it seems like stupid, right? That he, he has to write this, right? However, I know we've both met people who don't understand this. You know what I mean? Who, like, they come and the entire time they're in Germany, they're like... What? The washing machine's in the bathroom? What? The apartments are small? What? Nobody yeah. speaks English? Like, like, and, and it's, it's super, it's, it surprises me every time. Cause it comes I mean, like, 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 didn't you move abroad to experience something new? Like if, if you want the same old, same old, why don't you stay back in, um, Wisconsin, wherever the fuck you're from? Yeah, I you guess know what I mean? The, like, I, I guess it's the attitude that, that you're kind of going about it when you're moving away. Right. I mean, you're going to adapt no matter what, because you're going to be forced to, there's nothing you can do about it. No, not necessarily though. Some of these people don't adapt. They just show up and they just complain and they, you know, like, they I, mean, have you ha I mean, you have to, for example, like you're not going to have a dryer in your apartment. You have to adapt, you, you know, unless you find some way to hook up a dryer, which is yeah, impossible. Maybe they do. I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, I think it's just all about the attitude. If you're coming in being like, that's stupid, that's small. Why do I have to hang on my clothes? Or you know, it's just like, just get over it, man. I, here. I, I, before I moved to Germany, I, I used to watch a show. Um, uh, what was it? House hunters international. Yes. Yes. Like yes. Right? Because I, I was, you know, I wanted to move abroad, whatever. And this is where I was first introduced to this. You'd have these, like, usually it's Americans, right? And they're moving to Germany or France, somewhere Europe, somewhere abroad, right? It's, it's, it's right? brilliant TV. And then they walk in and yeah, and they're complaining like, oh my God, the bathtub's so small. Or, or, or oh yeah, the washing machine's here. Like, like they're complaining about all the differences. And it's like, 
embrace the different. Like you're you're moving abroad. What, that's why are fun. you surprised? Things are different. No, I like, can cook and do my laundry at the same time. That's great. I, 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 I don't understand so, it. So speaking, I'm just going on a little tangent here. House House Owners International. Okay, I watched it actually a bit after a few years of already, of already living here because mm. I wanted to see what it was like. So I saw one from Berlin, right? These Americans going to Berlin. And, you know, they, they have like a wish list of what they want for their apartment or house. Sure, yeah. And they're like, so we need at least, you know, five bedrooms, uh, a four-car <laughs> garage, a uh, back guard would be nice too. And like, you're in Berlin, man. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. And, and it needs to be, you know, between like one and 2,000 a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like, oh, oh, honey, this is not going to work, is oh, it? Well, that's just being... um. That's being a, a noob. That's a that's a rookie. That's a rookie mistake right there. That, that's that's not knowing anything about where you're going. Which is if you haven't moved there, fair. But like, yeah, I mean, do do your research. Um, yeah, and just it's they're they're basic things. Yeah, things in Europe are smaller. Or like it is what it is. Like, um, but but in gen, but I think he's not really uh, just speaking about um homes and and you know um inanimate objects, right? Like he's he's being more he's speaking more about like. <laughs> your attitude, right? He's like, yeah. And he, I think there is actually a good point where he says, if you're not willing to change yourself, um, the uh, people around you will sense this and they will treat you accordingly. And I think that is true. Like you'll have a better chance of making lasting relationships with Germans. If it looks like you are trying, you're embracing Germany, you're learning a few words of German and you're not constantly complaining all the time. Cause then of course, yeah, who wants to be friends with somebody like that? Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. And, and it's also going to make you, you know, always feel like an outsider. Um, and that, you know, you, you don't want that. You're moving somewhere. You want, you want to, you want to embrace it. Cause you want people to embrace you. People are going to embrace someone who has still, you know, one foot in their old life a little bit. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Dive in, man. Get in here. Because then you're Test not, the water somewhere around. And, and a bit. I've met people, people like that who they they come here for like uh, six months, whatever. And by the time they leave, you can tell like they never fully moved to Germany. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. mentally. You know what I mean? Like they were still stuck back at home. And and some things are hard to adapt to. Like sure. when I first moved here, and you find out the Indy 500 that is the checkout process at the grocery store. You know, yeah. and I think we've talked about this before. Where it's just like like you are expected to be bagging that thing at like you know in Superman speeds. Yeah, and it's. It, I remember the first few months. It's a super annoying and like it's stressful. And but then, you know, cut to ten years later, and I found myself with the other day like giving dirty looks to the person who was like not bagging at all. Like, and and now it's my turn to go up, and all of their crap are still there, and they're slowly taking their sweet time. And I'm like, mm. so you, know? you you've lived long enough to see yourself become the villain, <laughs> right? Exactly. So so yeah, some adaptations are um, hard, but give it time, and um, suddenly it's a part of your life, and you almost can't remember not feeling that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you stay long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've said it a million times of, you know, just, you gotta be open. You're doing something new, um, fully embrace it. And you're going to have a way better time than if you, you know, don't. Absolutely. And again, you'll make more friends that way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like for sure. If, if you're, if you're embracing the new, you're throwing your, you're putting yourself out there. Again, it's all about getting out of your, your bubble. Yeah. You know, that comfort stay in zone. the bubble, then stay in the bubble. It's okay to stay in the bubble. But don't waste the money on the plane ticket and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's cheaper to I, stay. I, I think in a practical sense, it's too, like don't waste your own money and time if you're not going to you know, like dive in. Yeah, so it, it would be good to A, listen to podcasts like ours, watch YouTube channels like uh, Faley from Germany, read blogs like these, find out about this place you're going to move to because then maybe you can stop yourself early on and be like, Oh no, I'll never be able to adapt to that. Okay. I'm not going to waste my money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it's not saying, you know, getting rid of your personality or getting rid of no, things, things yourself, you love to do. Course, you know, yeah. I still love American football until I die and I'm not going to Germany and be like, Oh, I love foosball no, now, no, but you adapted. You're like, okay, there's a time difference. So now I, I'm watching the games at, you know, 9 PM instead of 3 PM or, you know, like you adapt. Right. And, and then you find like, Oh cool. There's an NFL app I can get and I can get, you know, like you figured it out. You know, it wasn't like it was back at home, but you're still right. seeing the same games you would have seen. But I'm also like going around to like all my German buddies and like trying to talk American football 24 seven. I mean, sometimes well, a bit, a bit, actually a bit. If you knew Alex, that's actually all he does, but yeah, no, it's not. That's ridiculous. But okay. 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 The past three podcast episodes, you've talked about football. Well, you know, it's football Sundays. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm doing on the weekends. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> see? Shit, maybe I didn't adapt. Don't be like Alex. <laughs> <laughs> now it's fine. It's fine. He, like, he never overdoes it. It's fine. Yeah, see? You can still keep your personality and things you like, but you know, you also got to change a bit. Yeah, again, it's like you can do the same things, but just in a slightly different way. 
Yeah. You figure it out, you know, like I can't find the same things I could find at Home Depot, but like I found, I find the German version of the alternative and I'm happy. All good. Unless like you're like a gun nut and your whole personality is guns. So you're not going to have a good time here. Well, yeah. <laughs> if like salt, assault rifles is your thing. Then you should probably stay at home. Probably, probably stay in, 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 in big the back, Bigger backyard to, you know, shoot, shoot things your cans and stuff. Yeah, I exactly. don't know. I don't, I, don't, what are they, I don't know what gunners do so much. Uh, shooting cans? Target shooting and uh, hunting, you know, people are into hunting and stuff. So, you know, but yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, do we, we agree with yeah, what you said? Yeah, 100%. Okay, excellent. Uh, next. Next is uh, don't move to Germany. Do not. Do not. If you do not like paying high taxes. <laughs> Uh, it goes on saying how Germany has some of the best social security systems in the world. The healthcare, you know, costs a lot of money, so you need taxes for that. Salaries can be lower than the states for doing the same job, and a tax are higher too. So thirty-three to forty percent of your income. Oh, you really brushed over that. Thirty-three to forty yeah. percent of your income is the taxes in Germany. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a lot. So don't, don't, don't go quick on that. Let people hear that that number there. So, uh, and and. Uh, that's a, with the salaries being lower than in the U.S. and yes. higher, higher taxes. So. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Germany is a place to move to if you're if you're if you really want to be like a millionaire or something. If that's like your goal in life, just be driving Bentleys. Then I don't think Germany is the best country <laughs> to live in. Um, I mean, unless you're making millions a year, like cause right. But it's hard to make millions half, a year. Half of millions is still millions. So that's fair. You'll still be doing okay. But. Um, it is a good place to live if you like you like middle class stuff and you know good quality of life. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's like there are amazing um, social services for everybody, but of yes. course that money comes from somewhere, and where's where does it come from? Out of your bank account. So right. like you, 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 people claim everything's free, but it's like no, you paid for it. No, with, we're all paying your, for it. Your of high taxes. So, um, but yeah, but no. Uh, you, you, you the difference I saw here though. Is I can kind of see where my taxes are going, like with my eyeballs, you know, like infrastructure. I, I'm a freelancer, so I can. Yeah, that's fair. You, t- you you get you get take advantage of stuff that I don't. So uh, no, no. But in terms of like infrastructure here, right? A lot of taxes go to infrastructure, education, like these. You can see they're tangible. They're there and they're really good. Um, so that's nice. You know, I'm like all right, at least I'm paying taxes, but like our roads aren't crumbling and the autobahn is dope, and you know we yeah. have free education and you know the education that we have is really good. So like things like that are really good that you see in yeah, also healthcare go, yeah. as well. Yeah, you can get brain surgery and it's going to cost you nothing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so at least you know I can see where taxes are going. When I was paying taxes a lot of times in the states, for example, I was like, I, I don't know where this is going because our roads, at least Rhode Island, are garbage, and university is expensive, and but you know our military is dope. So I guess that's where it's all going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so do M16s. So in general, so the point he's making is do not move to Germany if you like high taxes. I have to agree. If, yeah, you I mean, don't, if you don't like high taxes, don't move to Germany because the taxes here are extremely yeah, high. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the more money yeah. you make, the more taxes your percentage-wise you're yeah, going to exactly. be Exactly. That 30 to 40%, that's only if you're middle class. Like It's like over... Like I think over like sixty thousand a year, your tax rate goes up to like forty two percent or something like that, and then and then beyond that, if you're like a millionaire, it goes up to forty five. I think forty five is the highest it goes. Yeah, there's a cutoff, but still, it's a freaking yeah. Everyone listening to this is like, I don't want to move to Germany, and I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, so um, if, if you're making a million a million euro a year, you're getting only like five hundred fifty five thousand. Like yeah, five hundred. Yeah, so you lose a lot of your money, which yeah. I I'm not a huge fan of. Like I, I love Germany and everything, but um, I think it is excessive um like i i i love all the system the services you get even though i only get half of them because i'm a freelancer <laughs> but um i think 30 to 40 percent is excessive i think 25 percent is a sweet spot i think yeah i think it's a little too much um, I, I think 40 is definitely that that's a lot it's a lot yeah, I, so. i'm okay with 33 35 honestly um because i think that you yeah you, you can't be paying 25 and get all these services either you can figure it out oh okay <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, if you don't like paying high taxes, yeah, don't come to Germany. That's that's not what you want to do here. So we agree with that one. Then. Definitely, if you like paying taxes, it's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Mr. Taxman. If you're if you're if you're a tax guy, <laughs> like just a right guy. If you're a tax guy, tax guy. if you're a tax max, then uh, <laughs> come over to Germany. And next, it's too easy to stay in an expat bubble. Right. Buble. I, th- I think it's a yeah. This, this is a negative. Yeah, to, it, it means that as a con. Yeah. Too, too easy to stay in an expat bubble. You can live for years in a sort of tourist slash expat limbo. You can get by with crap German skills and exist in a world of international people who all speak English to each other and maybe a few friends from your home country. 
okay, assuming your home country is English speaking or not, not English speaking because he's saying yeah. English speaking people plus oh, okay. yeah, which is not so bad. But after a while, you realize that you're not really part of the larger society. I regret not having worked harder at it. Ah, so I think this is. Is, is, is this personal is, experience. Yeah, okay. this is one I found uh, on Reddit, actually. This is a comment from Reddit. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I think this is actually super relatable to a lot of people who've come to, I think especially Berlin, because it's so international. That's why I say this, I think, applies a lot more to Berlin than other places, because yeah. he says you can get by with crap German. Yeah, not in certain German cities. Right. Like Berlin, yeah, because Berlin is super international. And and, and I, I kind of like this, because it can be seen as a, I, I think we see it as a positive in terms of if it's your first if you're about to move, you're like, okay, so it's, you know, it's easy to get by. It's easy to meet people. It's easy. It, it, it allows that transition period to be very easy, which yes, I like. Absolutely. You know, it's not this huge, just smack on your face the second you arrive. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A, a big uh, red, black, and gold slap. But I do understand why it's also a con because you can really get stuck in that area and you're not really like a German or feel like you are a German. I mean, we speak English with all of our friends. Yeah, but because like we have our, our friend group, there's there's Germans, there's Americans, there's Tur uh, people from Turkey. So it's like the intermediary language is English because we don't all speak Turkish. Uh, we don't all speak uh, this, that, you know, like so it's like so I get it. Um, but yeah, people all speak English to each other. Yeah, but like also when we we also you know, I had a four hour conversation in German with my. Uh, soon to be mother-in-law so you know it's like so we we, we we can't we we can speak german you know what i mean like so um but uh, the, the, i think the biggest part is you realize quote like you realize you're not really part of the larger society i sure. think what's to say it's kind of like you're in kind of college right and you're like in your dorm room or your yeah in your dorm building and you're hanging out with like all your friends but you're not really part of the meeting your campus meeting the new people you're not you're not in any clubs you're not you didn't enjoy the full experience and i get what he means because i have met people here who I'm talking to them like, oh, how long have you been in Berlin? Oh, 20 years. Like older, you know, uh, yeah. older than me. Uh, left you 20 years. Oh, great. And then uh, you find out later that they don't know a word of German. You know, like, oh, no, I didn't need to learn German. It's, 20 years. it's like, again, as we've said a million times, not learning the language of the country that you're adopting um, is going to limit you in your interactions and your experiences and the kind of people that you're going to meet. So I get absolutely what he's saying. And it's um, also like, you know, you talk to people who have also been here for, you know, 10 years or even five, six years. And you mentioned some German cultural references, which are funny or interesting. And it's like, no idea, blank stare. So you know this TV channel? No. You know this well, person? This that's movie? fair because no. like, I don't watch German TV because most of it is bad. Um, but when you talk to Germans, you learn oh, just oh, some yeah. cultural references oh, no, no, and no, jokes. No, absolutely. But, oh, so, so you're saying that means since they don't know any of these references, they probably don't, aren't interacting with the actual Germans. They're, right. they're, and, yeah, okay. and I think that is part of being part of a large society is just getting these little, these little nuances of, of the people living there. You sure. know, and I, and I think that's also important. I mean, you live in the country. And it's it's and it's also kind of rewarding where like someone says something like, I get that reference. I know what you're talking about, even though you're sure. not, you didn't grow up with it, for example. Sure. But it's like when you live in Germany, you're not all, only living in Germany, you're living in the EU, right? So that's why it's not, I don't think it's bad to, you're living in Germany, but you also have lots of Spanish friends. You have Turkish friends, you have Italian friends because yeah. it is the EU, right? And and meeting and becoming friends with these people is also part, uh, or should be part of the experience, not well, not just engaging with Germans. And that's you know what I, mean? I wanted like, to yeah. say too, especially in Berlin. I think, is that kind of the Berlin society there though as well? Is having that international kind of It could bubble? be, again, because we, yeah, the, I, I know that Berlin is- Its in, own bubble. Its own thing. So- so what he's saying, but the thing is, he's saying Germany, it's easy to live in this um, expat bubble. I don't know if that's true of all of Germany. Berlin, yes. I could absolutely say that you could live here your whole life, never learn German, never meet a German and, or, you know, not meet a German, but, you know, be friends with German yeah. and you could make it. But like, meet a German. But, but doing that in, um, in other cities, uh, I don't think is possible. Like, or, yeah. at least, or at least you'd have a very low quality of life because you'd be at home by yourself all the time, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I agree, I agree with this person as well. Uh, generally, yeah, it, it, is, it is sometimes too easy to, it, it can be too easy in Berlin to not branch out and stay in your comfort zone because it is so international. So I, I do agree with this. Yeah, well, and, I said, if he's referring to just Berlin, I would agree. All of Germany, I can't speak to it, but I would say, maybe a, a, a applies to some of Germany. Not all of Germany, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, especially every German village, like, in a week, you will want to move back home. Well, I, I did find <laughs> this on the Berlin uh -oh, okay. subreddit. So gotcha. it was referring to Berlin. Oh, okay. 
which makes sense. Okay. Okay. I thought it was about Germany. No, I was you should have mentioned that. Okay. Sorry, okay. Berlin, Berlin, then I agree with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Episode is about German blogs. I know, but, but I put it in there. Berlin's in Germany. Uh, anyways, next one. Did you read the last one or did I read the last one? I don't know. All right, I'll go for it. Uh, try to get straight to the point at hand. Alex, get to the point. Get to the point. Germans generally do not need much small talk to warm up the conversation. They often appreciate it when others are direct. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. I would say yes. And, and again, I would say it depends with a German. I think it depends also if it's just a colleague or just an interaction at a shop or a restaurant. Yes, but like um, when you actually like good friends with somebody, it's different because when you're friends with somebody, then... Yeah, of course. hang out is all small talk, right? Or, or I mean, you have like serious stuff, but you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, so maybe it's different, but like, yes, I would say it, in general, Germans, yeah, they, they don't need all the like, oh, how's it going? How's the weather? Like, they just like, like, okay, tell me, tell me what you want. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this point has been beaten down to a pulp at this point on like every yes. blog ever. Yeah. Germans don't do a lot of small talk if you're not friendly with them. And uh, let's get to, to the point. What do you need? Get it. Get out of there. But I think it more replies to like on the street. Like again, if you're actually friends with the guy. Of course, he's gonna go to a bar with you and have small talk with you. Like, yeah, yeah, he's not just gonna be like, get to the point. What did you want? Yeah, Germans <laughs> are not some kind of robots. Yeah. I think that a lot of these, a lot of these blogs like to pretend they are. Yes, but yeah, but yeah, in uh, in like just out and about, it's not like in in America where they'll, um, you know, tell you about why their wife left them, even though like you just you just asked for, can you pass me the salt or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The salt reminds me of her. <laughs> See, she loves salt. She loves salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do uh, one last one here. And this is disrespecting quiet hours. I don't know if this is like a, what is it? Okay, anyways, I'll read the thing. I'd say maybe is uh, the do and don'ts of living in Germany. Ah, okay. Do and don'ts. Probably, probably don't, I'm guessing. In Germany, quiet hours are regulated by law, which effectively means no loud music, drilling, or vacuuming on Sundays or between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m., or between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. the following morning. Now, now, the 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. and the 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. is not Sunday, he's referring to. That's the normal... That's any day. Monday through Friday, it's Saturdays, yeah. Or day. Even putting a load of washing on during quiet hours can set off a row of complaints by neighbors and a visit by the public order officers. Okay. Each municipality can set their guidelines, but they often agree that nobody should be annoyed by noise on Sundays and bank holidays. Or during the night. I guess another one of those... Uh, Batman's going to come. <laughs> another one of those blog things that, again, takes something that is real, but like... Just really <laughs> makes personifies it... Personifies it hard. Yeah, it makes it like, if you do this, you will experience pain like you've never felt before. You like, get deported. Oh, okay, I mean, yeah, G Germans are all about their... What's in German? The Ruhe Zeit. Um, which, yeah, Germany is... Or, Sunday is known as Ruhetag, like quiet day. Yeah. And yes, on, on Sundays, like, yeah, there's, they expect no drilling, uh, no loud music, no, no, no this, no that. Which is lovely to be honest. I like it. However, on Sundays, I, I, I do laundry. I like, do laundry. And nobody's ever complained ever in the 10 years I lived here. Like, because everyone does like, like. Cause you can't hear it either. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's not it's that. It's not like 1840. Yeah. It's not that loud. Like, um, so, so things like that. And you know, like. Guy wants to vacuum on a Sunday if it's for ten minutes. I don't care, but yeah, but yeah, but I do agree. With like uh, with Sunday, Sunday is Ruatag. Like it's sh there should have to be no drilling, no hammering, nothing loud. That is the day of of quiet. Like I, I agree with that. Like, which, which I find really funny because um, a few like, what was it four or five weeks ago, there was a concert on Temple of Feld, which is a big you know field. Yeah, uh, with the Asta they were playing, and it was like it was, it was Sunday. It das Asta, the Asta. Diesta? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were playing on a Sunday and but I thought it was I could hear from my apartment was very loud. But what was really funny, uh at literally right at ten PM on the dot, the concert ended. It was done. Yeah, yeah, because as you mentioned, every day from ten PM to seven AM is quiet time, which honestly I completely agree with. Um because yeah, especially if it's a Monday through Friday, it's like, dude, got work in the morning, like I don't want to and unfortunately my neighbor above me does not follow these rules at all. And he, in fact, starts his loud, I don't know what he does up there, gymnastics or whatever, every night, like 11, 12. Then you should call the public order officers. Which, okay, what is this? I'm sorry, like, uh, who gets, I think he's referring to the Ordnungsamt. Ordnungsamt, which yeah. I've never seen them in, uh, enforcing noise complaints. It's always the Polizei. Because, like, when they're actually, every German I've ever known, if there's actually a loud neighbor, they call the Polizei. They, call the police. Yeah, they don't of call the Ordnungsamt. Um, and, and, Honestly, I forgot about the 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. thing until I just read this. 
Uh, no, uh, but in 10 years, I've never followed that. For me, yeah, like 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., why is that a quiet time? Is like for old people napping or it's, what, it's, what's that? I think it's for children <laughs> napping and oh, old people, I guess. I don't know. All good. Okay, I'll just say, yeah, all my time living in Germany, I've never cared about that. Like, but I, 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 do I know, know it's a thing. Yeah, now I'm reminded it's a thing. But yeah, right. I, I follow the 10 to 7 a.m. Yeah. because I want to respect my neighbors and I want them to respect me. And I follow the Sunday thing. Um, but yeah, the afternoon quiet time and be honest, like I've never, I've had heard plenty of construction from other neighbors during that time. I think very I think few maybe, Germans follow that. Maybe yeah. in bigger cities, not really a thing. Maybe, maybe in a small dwarf or in a village or whatever, but also I want to mention too, like at least in Berlin and other cities as well. I know, uh, Friday, Saturday, you, you know, people are allowed to attend having house parties, things like that. And uh, the trick is you just, you know, tell your neighbors, put a little note on the door and downstairs, say, Hey everyone. Having a party on Friday. If it's too loud, please let me know. Uh, and usually neighbors are pretty like, okay, they're having a party. We're not going to yeah. bother them after 10 p.m. But you, but you can still legally get the cops called on you. So even yeah. if it's Friday or Saturday. But yeah, actually I was telling you, like a week or two ago, we had um, somebody had posted on our in our building. Um, and they weren't even from our building. They were in the building next door, but we share a, a courtyard. There's a fence in between, but the space is shared. Um, and they put a note saying like, hey, this Saturday we're going to be having a party for this guy's birthday, I think it was birthday, whatever, blah, 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 explaining a party. Hey, if you want to join, great. Um, and said, um, yeah, if if we get too loud, please just come and talk to us about it and we could turn the music down, you know, all good, blah, blah, blah. And the party happened and it actually wasn't that loud at all. I closed my, my windows, but it wasn't that bad at all. Sure. And then the big surprise was like a week later, I go to my front door of my building and there's a new like like well done photoshopped like thing <laughs> we like a picture of like Leonardo DiCaprio like crying with joy and underneath it said like um nobody called the police even once I have the best neighbors ever it was basically just thanking everybody in my building That's so cute for not having called the police and not like causing problems and for just like going along so yeah I think if you inform people but regardless if you're super loud even though it's a Friday um, if it's like one to a.m., people will still call the police, and yeah, tell, and it also depends. And they on, will tell you to turn it down if it's too loud. Yeah, and it depends on your neighbors as well. Like in my, in my apartment, we've had parties really late, no complaints. My old apartment, it'd be like ten oh five, and I put my TV a tick too loud, and they're slamming on the. Yeah, but his, on his door. old apartment, like you could hear people breathing next door. Like the wall. Was yeah, that like, old apartment was that was terrible. It was like cardboard. Yeah, but I, I have heard, and I don't know if it's um. Was it, if it was in my apartment contract or it's a general thing, at least in Berlin, that like um, everybody is allowed to have like one loud party like once a month or something. It's like in the Ordnung's uh, regulations. Once so, a month. Or, or something like that. There is some regulation that, that says like, yes, uh, on your, for a certain amount of times per year, you're allowed to have like a loud party on a Friday or Saturday. That's the most, that, that is honestly some, like one of the most German things ever. Like, something. Germans love their, their rules, but they always like the party. Well, yeah. It's, it's also, and this just mixes the two together. It's, it's also life. So like if you just tell people like, you a, after party. 10, you can never have a party ever. Or like, who's, you know, especially like 18 to like 30 or our age. Like, you know, who who's going to follow that? You know, so like, yeah, exactly. so I like how they give this exception, like, hey, okay, once in a while, you're going to have a party. It's going to be a birthday, whatever. Okay, cool. You know. I, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever called the police on somebody for being too loud? No. Uh, I don't think I have either. I, I've had a few times where I wanted to, but I never did. Um, because it, like it, sometimes it just gets, it, it's like 3 a.m. and it's just like loud techno. And it's like, dude, it's freaking Wednesday. Like I have to wake up in a few hours. Yeah, like, that, that, that shit. I, I don't know. For me, it's like if my neighbor's loud, that means I have an excuse to where I can be loud. <laughs> yeah, but but still, it's like if you're about, you have to wake up in two hours. Like It's, I, not, it's I, on a I, weekday. I, I've never heard of anything on a weekday. Um, in our new apartment, everything's like pretty... His, Solid his, yeah, walls, his man. new apartment, man, you can jack up everything to 11 and nobody hears anything. So yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I love that. I mean, here's pretty good as well. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I st we still watch it. But yeah, man, I got a loud neighbor upstairs. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you're all saying, why haven't you complained? We complained. And he basically just said, like, it's Berlin. Deal with it. So great. Yeah. Even though it, w it was like 1 a.m. at like on a on a Monday or Tuesday or something like that. So, and he continues to do it, but like, yeah, when you, when you have somebody with that attitude, you just learn, like, there's no point in keep, keep complaining. And like, it's like, you also don't want to go to war with a person you have to see all the time. So it's like, you want to have like a decent relationship with the people we live with. So it's like, just get them arrested. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll keep it going. 
But yeah, that was the last. Oh, so what? What did we? Did we? Uh, yeah, what, agreed. What was the thing? Agreed. What was the title? The, you know the, the the you know thing. Oh, okay. Quiet don't, hours. Don't don't uh, don't disrespect quiet hours. I'll, yeah. I'll say yeah. Do it. I mean, I mean, yeah. Don't disrespect quiet hours. Yeah. Respect quiet hours. Is easy way Respect to say that. Respect quiet hours. Yes. Just agreed. Not not as hardcore as this guy put it. Um, no, no. I mean, you know, because like again, a quick vacuum or something on a Sunday for five minutes is mm. not. I I don't know. Maybe there are some crazy neighbors, but like I don't know. Have as or that's another question. How many times has the police been called on you for being too loud? Oh, for, or, for, or any loud like shut up. Like I've got a lot of do 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 because or, I, no, I mean, at, the, at the front door. I mean, like actually, on the front door. Um, not very often. Um, I've had people knock on my front door trying to join the party, <laughs> which is weird. But that's better than trying to shut it down, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And, and the cops, yeah, many, many times at different apartments at different parties. But they're... Ooh, you know, have the cops called on you many times? Yeah, for parties. Oh, you're a bad boy. What's going I mean, on? I've never had the cops called on me. Really? Are you just like super loud or what? Yeah, it's loud parties. Oh my. But it's, it's never, you know, it's never a big deal. The cops come once, they say, hey, keep it down. You're like, okay, thanks, buddy. But like, they're nice and polite and everything. And yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's all they do all night. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> and they come a second time, like, this is your second warning, keep it down. You're like, okay, buddy. And a third time, they're like, yo, we're shutting this bitch down. You're like, ah. Have you ever been shut down? Uh, once. Yeah, once. Oh, no. Yeah. Bummer. But, but again, they're, they're really nice about it. And like, they can't come into your apartment, you know, because it's illegal. No, and, but but if if in the open they saw like heroin on the ground, they could. I guess so. Yeah, or I don't like know. A gun just laying there. Yeah, like I it, mean, I'm not thinking heroin my party. Yeah. So it's like in the U.S. It's like what's the um the phrase for it? It's like if it's um in if it's in plain if there's like an illegal thing in plain sight, then they could enter. Ah, yeah. It's like somebody can't search your car, but like if through the window they can see a machine gun just laying there, then they can now search your car without a search warrant. You know? Unless you're like an open carry, yeah. open carry state. I would, ass- I would assume Germany's like that, but hey, everybody, don't send me a bunch of legalese. No, I, yeah, I, I don't know if it is to be honest, because they're they're pretty strict with that. No, but I'm I'm assuming it's like other Western, like most Western countries are like that. Like if there's something illegal, just like in plain sight, like then you can. Because yeah. now you have now they are witnessing a crime happening. So I was yeah. at a party once, not my party, and the cops came and like. I don't really know many of the people there as, as a neighbor as I decided to go. There's people like freaking out about it. And I was like, like, oh, like, yeah. like, like I was 18 years old in America. I was like, it's, were what? they German or were they, they, maybe they were just from a different place. I, I don't necessarily know what they were like. They were really flipping out. And I was like, guys, they're not going to do anything. What, are they, what can they do? Like, unless like you're 14, which they were definitely were not. Remember once we were at a, we were in a park, like drinking in a park, which again, alcohol is legal outdoors. And I remember we were hanging out in a big group, just drinking, having a good time. And it wasn't even that late. It was like, maybe 11 midnight or something. And then this girl runs by going, guys, the polizai, polizai, like warning, and then ru- warning us about it, running by. And we were just like, yeah, so. And we, we, just, we just kept drinking, sitting there, and the police just walked right by us. And I don't like, know what you want me to do. <laughs> she must have been like 16, but still, at 16, you can drink. I don't know what she was. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when you're a kid, the police seem more scary. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Pretty scary as an adult, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, what's also scary? No, that's a bad transition, but it's not. Okay, well, I'm I'm seeing a lot of whiskey in Alex's glass, so I I kind of know what his review is going to be. But we'll yeah, uh, again, this is the Valentine's finest mm. <laughs> blended Scotch no, 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 whiskey. Alex, they didn't lie. This is literally as good as they can do. I mean, this is their finest. I don't want to try their worstest. <laughs> okay, uh, blended Scotch whiskey, blended bottle in Scotland. Okay, cheers. <laughs> Actually, I need to. Do you want? Do you want? You want, okay. I drank all mine, but, but like, make it like a tiny. I just not do. Ah, oh. it's a tiny little splash. I just want enough for one sip. We'll get over yourself. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, his face. His face loves it. Man, it's, I, I don't feel like we're drinking the same thing because I don't feel like it's that bad. I'm getting this this really bad sour aftertaste. I'm not at all. Really? Not sour at all. The initial sip, I don't mind, but then all of a sudden I get this really sour grossness I don't like. I just have a nice burn going down. I don't, yeah, I don't. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I. So what's your number? I don't like it. <laughs> well, that's I, I, don't, I don't like it at all. But how much do you not like I it? I was going to be like, I don't like a two. I, I really don't like oh it. Oh my yeah, God. It's bad. I, it, it's, I don't like it. Oh, okay. I was going to give it, I'm going to be like a six. Okay. F- five or a six. It's somewhere in there. What's the difference? Five and a half. Hmm. Seems a little, let me give me a Oh, no, you want to lose it. It's not that bad. I'll give, I, a, I'll give it a 5.5. Okay. It's okay. Fair. It's like, which is not good, but it, I think five means like I can drink. And, and you saw me, I drank it. Like, yeah, it's weird that you're tasting, having this weird aftertaste. But yeah, I, 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 no, but I, I, it, I'll try one more time. <laughs> that'll change everything. 
No, no, I don't like it. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. For, I mean, for me, it's drinkable, but no, it's not good. <laughs> like, like I will not drink this again. <laughs> yeah. uh, so 5.5 and a two. And, and a solid two. <laughs> Excellent, oh, man. That two's fine. I'm not. I'm not touching it again. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to no, face this glass. No, yeah, yeah. No, judging by your face, that is a two face. Oh, I'm sorry, Valentine's. It's not you. It's me. It's. I mean, it's probably you. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, always fun to have you guys with us as we just literally just talk bullshit for ages. So uh, thanks for coming back. It's always nice. And um, hopefully we'll see you next week. Actually, you will not see us next week. I am on vacation. Stay safe. Stay healthy. <laughs> and stay thirsty. Cheers. You don't have to drink it. I, I, I'm not going to drink it. Oh, good. No.